0: Live it up.
1: Not that of a maestro More like that lizard from Geico When I lick, 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 you go psycho Downtown I'm more famous than Michael My game, I gave it to Tyco Gene Simmons up my time, whoa Got oh, mind control, dime control Up to your spine and back down to your toes not you look mama like I of mold
2: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Xander Effect. I'm your host, Xander Dames. Today we have an awesome show for you guys. Um, In entertainment news, Donald Trump says the U.S. will not pay for Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. uh, Prince Harry's new security now that they're here in the United States. So we're talking a little bit about that. In sports, boxer Billy... Joe Saunders is getting a lot of flack. For a very controversial video that he posted, and he just got his boxing license suspended uh, just a couple of months before he faces off against Canelo Alvarez. So we'll talk a little bit about that. And in video game news, there is uh, there's a Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 remastered that reportedly will launch tomorrow. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. Plus, I have a couple of awesome guests for you guys today: artists Tiva Mill and Alio. Uh, we'll be talking about how they mixed a little bit of music and art together. So we'll talk a little bit with them about that. But first, before we get started, here is Amanda Holly's Beanin' right here on The Sandler Fact. (laughs) No. <laughs> Amanda Holly's Fienin, right here on the Xander Effect in entertainment news. Looks like uh, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex will not be receiving any type of uh, security. Uh, provided by the U.S. government. Both uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle decided to move to Los Angeles after spending a little time in Canada. And, of course, they've left uh, the royal family and decided to pretty much be on their own now, away from from their places in royalty. And uh, as soon as they touched down here in Los Angeles, President Donald Trump decided to tweet and say, quote, I am a great friend and admirer of the Queen and the United Kingdom. It was reported that Harry and Meghan, who left the kingdom, would reside permanently in Canada. Now they have left Canada for the U.S. However, the U.S. will not pay for their security protection. They must pay. So that's pretty much the way Donald Trump is looking at things. He's pretty much saying that, well... If they've left their royalty, they're pretty much on their own, so they're on their own completely uh, in regards to the U.S. helping them out, and uh, that's that's what President Trump uh, tweeted. In response, uh, a source close to, uh, to Prince Harry and Meghan Markle also responded by saying, The Duke and Duchess of Sussex have no plans to ask the U.S. government for security resources. Privately funded security arrangements have been made. So basically, that was their response to uh, Donald Trump's tweet. I mean, the the thing is the following is that basically... Under the under under um, under uh, certain laws, it would seem that the United States would go ahead and protect any foreign diplomat that comes to this country. Um, and there, and Prince Harry, while he had you know he remained in the monarchy, was considered uh, diplomat. So that's why it's under that that the United States would provide protection and would pay for the protection of these foreign diplomats. But since since uh, Prince Harry and uh, Meghan Markle decided to leave the monarchy they are no longer considered international protected persons so that's why they're gonna have to go ahead and fit the bill because At the end of the day, basically, uh, you know, a source close to the couple says that someone is going to have to ask the State Department and ultimately the decision rests with Donald Trump for assistance. Harry cannot live in the U.S. without armed protection. Obviously, that question was answered when Donald Trump said, no, I'm not going to be I'm not going to be paying for him because he's not a diplomat anymore. He doesn't fall under that category anymore. So they're basically on their own completely. Once they leave the monarchy, they are completely on their own, which I highly doubt that's going to be an issue seeing that, you know, Prince Harry has, you know, the means to, to, to hire private protection you know, to protect him his wife and his, and his child so that's going to be that's going to be the bottom line there and, it, you know, it's not like they're going to be suffering for it at all, they're going to be perfectly perfectly fine. In other entertainment news, Drew Barrymore decides to chime in on a praise that Paper Magazine gave to Justin Long on social media media which reads there's a picture of uh, on instagram of justin long along with uh, a post that says might get fired for this but eff it justin long appreciation post and there's a picture of him in which drew barrymore decided to chime in and says you're not wrong he's great uh obviously we know that uh justin long and drew barrymore dated a few years back and uh and it, you know, they, they were on and off for for a few years uh, until, of course, you know, they were completely off. And obviously, you know, Drew Barrymore she married, had a couple of kids. Uh, Justin Long also has been dating, you know, a few people here and there. Um, and and the post basically said that, but Long responded to Barrymore's comment saying, "Ah, uh, uh, what do you know!" Exclamation board question mark quote Another quote. He continues on to say, "I feel like I'm on an episode of This Is Your." life hashtag hit millennial reference. Texting you a great photo booth pick I just found during my quarantine clean. So, you know, Justin Long is, is kind of still going back and forth with uh, Drew Barrymore joking about this post. And you know, that that's basically where they're at right there with that. However, it is a little coincidental that Drew Barrymore is currently single and uh, Justin Long, I mean, it doesn't seem like Justin Long is actually dating anybody. So could it be possible that uh, these two might be rekindling something? I mean, again they were on again off again for a long time and it seems to be the, seems to me that uh, they're still friends and uh, who knows this might be a way to you know be flirting with one another I mean that 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 thing that he sent her saying texting you a great photo booth pic I just found during my quarantine clean that sounds a little bit uh, like flirting I guess I don't know who knows? I mean right now since we're all quarantined a lot of uh, a lot of people are, are are pretty much, you know, wanting a companion and being a little lonely here. So this it might be that, you know, he's sitting there thinking about his past and his relationships, and you know she chimes in, and you never know, you never know. There, there could be something there after this, uh, this you know situation is over with, and I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if I, if we see them both get together, you know, and maybe they rekindled, maybe they reconnected. Who knows? In other entertainment news, there's a brand new Netflix original series. It's about to premiere in uh, in a few days, in a few weeks, uh, or yeah, in a few days actually. It's called The Big Show. Show and it stars Allison Munn, Jaleel White, and former WWE superstar uh, Big Show, in which the Big Show actually plays himself. As a former wrestler, that he's retired, and now that he's retired, he could go ahead and come home and be a dad and a husband to his uh, to his little to his uh, three daughters and his wife. And uh, you know, it's a very interesting. I saw the trailer for it. It seems very funny, very cute. Um, and I'm actually looking forward to it. it. It's 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 interesting because you know we all go ahead and we wonder what exactly wrestlers go through after retirement, after they're done being superstars to millions of fans and uh, this show in a sense from what I gather from the trailer it depicts exactly that what happens to wrestlers after they retire after they've made enough money to be able to provide for their families for you know for the rest of their lives and everything and this show seems pretty funny actually I I, I enjoyed it it looks actually really cute really hilarious uh, Big Show does a great job obviously Allison Munn she's been in a lot of TV shows she's been in What I Like About You, she was on that show with Amanda Bynes for a very long time. She played a couple of guest starring roles in that 70s show, and she's a a really great actress. Obviously, Joe Leo White, we all know him from Family Matters, uh, you know, playing Steve Urkel, um, you know, and he's been in a couple of other sitcoms since then. So it'll be interesting to see this type of com- trio combination together, and I'm looking forward to that in the next few in the next few uh, the next few, uh, few days when it premieres April 6th on Netflix. In other entertainment news, I had a wonderful opportunity to interview two amazing artists by the name of Tiba Mill and Ali Yo. And they had an incredible, uh, they had an incredible thing to share with me, both spiritually, artistically, and musically. But before we get to that interview, here is J. P. Castillos, Jugar al Amor, right here on the Xander Effect.
1: Yeah. 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 Juegas con todos y los ilusionas. Eh. Yeah, pero conmigo no te va a funcionar. No, no, no. Ese jueguito yo me lo inventé. Yeah, si quieres jugamos, a amarnos. Cosamos sin lastimarnos. Pero mañana nos olvidamos. Y nos encontramos ¿Qué quieres? Si apareces de la nada y te vas de repente, baby Solo mírame a la cara y dime qué se siente Saber que yo estoy dispuesto a jugar tu juego Solo dime si lo tomas que si no hasta luego, baby Si apareces de la nada y te vas de repente, baby a jugar tu juego solo dime si lo tomas porque si no hasta luego baby. podemos jugar toda la noche corrido, eh? mañana me despido y eh? me llamas cuando sientas que ya no aguanta y quieres conmigo eh? te saco los semidos eh? pero por favor de mi no te enamores que ya no estoy para un mundo de colores ahora estoy viviendo momentos mejores, solo entonces compromiso así que no me llores ¿Te quieres me pareces de la nada y te vas de repente, baby Solo mírame a la cara y dime qué se siente Saber que yo estoy dispuesto a jugar tu juego Solo dime si lo tomas, porque si no hasta luego, baby se si pareces de la nada y te vas de repente, baby So I
2: so on the xander effect i have uh artist tiba mile and artist ali yo in uh, you know on the show how are y'all doing today
3: hi, hi we well hi, hi everyone I'm doing great <laughs> hi awesome. guys
2: Awesome. Awesome. So you guys are like in Taiwan right now. It's like it's like freaking early in the morning over here. It's nice in the afternoon over here. So, ha. Yep.
3: (laughs) yes. Can't wait to go back to bed. Okay, well, then you know what? We'll go ahead
2: and get you guys, both of you out of here as quickly as possible. Let's talk about the collaboration that both of you have going on right now. You're mixing art with music. Yeah, yeah.
4: I'm going to let Allison share a little bit about that.
2: All right, let's go ahead. Let me let, me, let us know what's what this collaboration is all about.
4: Um, actually, it's
3: um, it started with uh, Tifa Milay. She is a Christian contemporary pop artist, and then she started to. We want to share on the concert, and then we want to make it more interesting. At first, it was really spontaneous. It was a great experience, and then I just have to. Um, idea how about let's start it with uh, abstract art like acrylic and we do splash and then somehow audiences they really like it and because in europe it has been many years that people would do like live painting there Mm -hmm. and also in uh i think in also christian um music people trying to do the so-called prophetic art Mm -hmm. so we try to apply that also in our concert
1: yeah
2: Okay, so, uh, yeah. so pretty much you're, you're, uh, you're combining the two. And I've heard of these types of combinations before, like in what, in the, in the turn of the century, they were doing these types of collaborations where an artist would paint and another person would either be built, playing music, uh, right, an instrument yes. or something in the background while they were painting and creating a masterpiece. So you are both trying to go ahead and bring something like that back to the audience. <laughs>
4: we're yes. bringing it yeah we're definitely bringing it back to the audience and something we've realized with the Taiwanese audiences they're creative people mm-hmm. there's um people that are into art in different ways so for us to bring live music live painting we're um building a bigger audience but also we're just expressing their creativity that's already there mm-hmm. um and um just showing people that you can do that you can do it doesn't have to be one or the other and like Allison said it's so spontaneous that every every day there's different music going on and the message is different so at the end to have um, a work of art that expresses whatever what was going on during that time just brings a great surprise to it all
2: yeah I see. And did you both of you start, uh, come up with this type of collaboration recently, or is this something that you both have been doing for a while now?
4: <laughs> I'll let Tivamile to answer that question. Um, I would say it's something we've recently stepped into, but in terms of music and singing, writing songs, uh, we've been doing it for a while. And then art has something that's always been there. And the Allison is the one that does live art during the mm-hmm. concerts. And she has a, a unique way to express the canvas at that moment. And um if I could tell you the journey we've been starting is I remember the first artwork was actually about um, Kobe and Gigi and uh, um, hmm. what had happened. But at, she didn't know she was going to paint that on the canvas. It was the songs and the music. and the people that were actually there that day. Um, and there happen to be Kobe. like, yeah,
3: like <laughs> NBA fans, like huge fans were Kobe. Yeah,
4: yeah. But we didn't know that during, that in the concert we're going to have fans like that. So mm-hmm. to have a, an ending of a surprise like that, people have received music, but also have been comforted a certain way, or have um, gained some sort of message from what they were going through emotionally. So it's a mixture of music and art painting. Yeah, that goes along with each other. So it's,
2: so it's pretty much a mixture of music, art, but art with, that has emotion. Well, everything, all music and, and art has emotion really behind it. But you're trying, um, Ali, you're trying to go ahead and give people a more of a visual stance of how, what emotion you believe people are, are going through at that time, Correct.
3: Yes, because um, I want to give a little bit of background about Tiva Millet because she is actually from Switzerland, but because of diplomatic relationship before. So she sort of half of her life, she's been growing up from Taiwan. Mm-hmm. And um, so there's a part that she can understand the mentality from here locally. And me, I'm a pure 100% Taiwanese here. And people are not really understand to be spontaneous or they they want to, but the culture make us feel like we sort of trapped in certain ways. Mm-hmm. So, um, but because years I've been traveling around the world and then um, to appreciate the art from different countries. So I learn to express myself more. And so to me to do this kind of painting also a healing to myself It's almost like art therapy. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. okay. And how long have you been uh, have you been uh, drawing? Have you been painting? Allie.
3: I've been painting since I was three Born. but <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. in her mother's
4: room
3: <laughs> oh yeah I, I've been painting the whole time but um, for some reason like 15 years ago I stopped because I was really tapping into the music scene for about 15 years and this time I uh, after I came back from Germany to back to Taiwan my home country, then I just want to go on a different journey, you know, because when you're in your home country, you have different emotions, and um, so I just, you know, like back to the basics, sort
4: sort of speak.
2: Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And and Tiva Mila, I know that your background I, is uh, is uh, Christian music, correct?
4: Right. Yes. When so you, when yeah. when did you
2: begin your journey into music?
4: Well, wow, wow. Since I was born as well, I was singing in my mother's womb. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's funny. My name, Tiva Mile, actually means represented, Representer of the Kingdom Ambassador. So um, growing up, music has always been something that's in my family. And as Allison mentioned, lived living in New York and then moving in Taiwan, music has been something that's always followed me. But um When I was back in college, high school, I've had approaches of entering into music industry, but there was something that um, did not allow it yet until Mm -hmm. just recently, where um, I remember literally God saying to me, now is the time, you know, that was 2018. But the way I was prepared, it was like a time for what? And now that I look at it um, with what's going on, even with the Uh, coronavirus and other things going on in the world, a lot of my songs literally reflect of what's going on now. So um, me as a music artist, it came as an instruction. Like now you can release the the gift that I've given you and for the right timing. So you asking me when did music actually start? Um, Stepping out, doing concerts, sharing music, I would say about a year a year ago. Yeah.
2: Wow. Okay. And and how did both of you meet? How did you how did you both connect? <laughs> Walking down oh the gosh. street.
4: Okay. Yes. <laughs> no,
3: we know each other like for about 10 years. Ten years. Yeah. 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 And I, I think I you came to my like, birthday
4: party or something.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I went to your birthday party and I just walked in like whose
4: birthday party was it? You know, like that. <laughs> nice. And I was like, I was like, who's that deep over there? You know.
3: No, I wasn't like. That. <laughs> we just no, know each no. other like forever.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. That's cool. T. Vamila, you you said that you moved from New York to Taiwan. You pretty much have lived there the majority of your life. What was the purpose? What was the reason for the move there?
4: Oh yeah, my dad. So was uh, uh, representing the United Nations. He was ambassador representing our country. So. We moved to New York, lived there for seven years, and then high school, sophomore year of high school, we moved to Taiwan, and I've been here since. Um, yeah.
2: And that was okay. Well, that and then, so that was that was that was pretty much the move for there, right there. That
4: was that <laughs> was the move. Basically, my dad's um, job as a diplomat, and was we it? were the first. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, I was just gonna, I'm sorry to cut you off. I was just gonna ask, was it was it a very difficult move for you growing up during that time? I mean, being a daughter of a of a diplomat must have not been easy at all.
4: Um, well, you said a daughter of a diplomat. Usually, if you're a diplomat's child, you are actually prepared to be able to adapt and um connect with Any different culture? nationality and cultures. I so see. that that was definitely not the difficulty, I would say. Um Learning the language was, in Taiwan especially, I mean, in America, I remember moving there and I had this uh, strong African-British accent and um, we lived in a hotel and I just remember once people making, okay, maybe I should even go there. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but yeah, it, it definitely, it wasn't difficult to adapt and connect with the culture. Um, I don't know if it's a personality thing, but I was able to connect with the Taiwanese so, and their language.
2: So, so it also, I also understand that uh, you have spent years inspiring young youngsters um, about walking into their calling. What, what, what? How have you? How? What's the inspiration that you give them so that way they can walk into their calling?
4: Okay, so um, I think it also reflects on one part of my life um, where for some reason I was just shy, but at home I was the craziest one. I was the loudest, always um, being creative in different ways. So I realized this was a, was trying to trap me to become who I am and how God created me. So um, I was led to really work with a lot of the youth, whether it was be at church or organizations in school, or um, just like um, as you know, I also had a brand called Ligia where I'm a brand ambassador. And I noticed young people uh, would be the ones that I would connect with more. So I, it was more like an inspiration to remember why they were created and what gifts they have to contribute to their community, community or society, whether it's through arts or um, business ideas or just any ideas that speak life. So in that way, that's what I mean by walking to them, realizing what their calling is or their identity is as well.
2: And you're a brand ambassador for, for what again?
4: Uh, for a company called Ligia, um, which is um, speak for those who cannot speak for themselves. Um, this one we co-found with my sister. So um, that also started through design and doing cross-culture design. So you mentioning uh, as a diplomat kid, I've learned to understand cross-culture as well. So we bring it into our designs as well. Um, yeah, yeah.
2: Okay, well, that's cool, though. That's cool that you're doing your part to try to go ahead and help people, people around the world, not only just with your music, but also trying to inspire many to, to reach their goals, you know, essentially. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. No, that's really cool. Ali, you you are yes. you are a German-based EDM artist. Are you from Germany or yes. where? Where are you? Are you from Taiwan? Where Where are you from exactly?
3: Okay, I am. I'm born in Taiwan, and um, but when I was about five, six years old, we also went to states because most part of my family members they are second generation immigrants mm-hmm. in the states. But I only stayed there for a short one year. Then I came back, um, spent time in um, both the local school and also international school. But after um, college, I just moved on to both Japan and also Europe. So I stayed in Germany for about five years. And I just really love techno music and also opera. So I've been doing something like really clashing experimental, yeah.
2: No, that's 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 awesome though. That's actually something very unique. But you also <laughs> are, uh, you're also a multimedia fine art uh, artist for uh, fashion photography. So not uh, only, yes. day, but you're also a photographer. <laughs> uh, <So> yes. <laughs> How did you get involved in <laughs> photography?
3: Um, actually, my major in the school was fashion design. And um, I, I was really lucky that my professor she was the she was the uh, like a counselor for like sub um, for brands like Fila and also Bugatti. Mm-hmm. And so she just led me to the the fashion mm-hmm. really like in the in that realm. And I just really love like black and white photo shoes. So I started to just you know play around with the camera and um i mixed it with my painting i just fused them in a digital form yeah that's what i love to do
2: (laughs) wow that's actually really cool that's actually really cool i actually <laughs> <Anyone>? <laughs> <laughs> well you never know you never, you never you never
3: know i'll let yeah, you know you never know
2: right. <laughs> okay great um, <laughs> No, but i mean but but i mean i've seen some of your work on your on your instagram and your social media it's actually fantastic work you, you've done a really good job fusing thank the you. two types of uh, the two types of art so that's really cool so thank you what what do both of you have going on currently uh, that you would like to go ahead and share uh, with the audience
3: okay I think with the audience um, from for me as as um, I, I think right now the most popular topics is quarantine the coronavirus <laughs> and stay at home wash your hands and we can just talk about it for a whole whole day so I Want to tell people about life is the most important thing than anything else. Yeah, and I also wish that if there's any chance any Taiwanese will listen to this program, this show, I wish them they can know about what's going on internationally and then also to connect with the international community and be there for each other. Yeah, and um, I think that's what I really want to share
2: yeah mm-hmm. andila. Yeah,
4: yeah. Um, on the topic of music, you know, a lot of people have been going into two arts music to connect of who they are and understand with everything going on, um, who are they? And I just wanted to just share with the world that, you know, beyond music, to remember um, the beginning. And the beginning, you know, is God, he created us. And then he gave us authority that we would rule over the earth, you know, meaning that um, with all this um, coronavirus and other chaotic things going on, we have the authority to not wake up in fear and go to sleep in fear, but to remember that we are fearfully and wonderfully made that now is the time to really tap on to understand who we are and how to face or respond, not react, but respond to what's going on with the pandemic, as Allison mentioned. And for example, we're in an interview right now from different nationalities, Mm -hmm. yet we're connected. Um, That connection is beyond just music, the talents that we have, but It it reminds us that as humans, we need to remember the most powerful thing we have is our identity. And our identity is the image of God. We're created by God. So during this time to really just be silent and lift up our heads and be like, God, remind me again. Who am I? Um, Beyond all these gifts that we have, who am I? And how do you want me to look? at this situations going on because our authorities that we mm-hmm. trust on are infected people that we never thought are infected meaning that whatever is going on only you see it all you perceive it so how can i walk in your presence and still focus on the promises that you have for me without thinking coronavirus is going to control my life right or whatever viruses are out there, is to go back to the beginning and look at ourselves in the identity of who God created us to be. So, yeah, uh, I think at this time, that's the message we want to share with the people. Um, we love that. And
2: and will you be doing, and I'm sorry to cut you off, will you be doing any type of uh, video, uh, music, you know, uh, uh, showing Ali painting and your music in the background? How is that going to work?
4: Yes. Um, wow, that's a great idea. <laughs> we, I'm
2: full of them, trust me.
4: Yeah, <laughs> okay. I know, I know. I can tell in your voice that you're full of ideas. That's why
3: you do what
2: you
4: do. Um,
3: you can you can be our uh, project
4: producer. There you go, there you go. I, I'm, I'm more than
2: happy to go ahead and help out as much as I can from where I'm at. <laughs>
4: that's so awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, that's actually something we've been talking about. We've, we've had the pleasure of having a place that's like home Mm -hmm. where we go and do our live concerts. And the reason I'm saying it's like home, it's right at the national theater. It's called baby cafe, but during this time, literally, obviously no one's there, but they're still open and they've opened the place for artists like us to be able to express music and art so we've been having our live concerts mm-hmm. there and encouraging everyone um, through our gift while they're at home and just sticking to the message, stay at home, wash your hands. I know it sounds ironic because we're not at home while we're doing <laughs> it, but um, yeah. it, it is the endless fear platform, home. yeah. No, and that's seven,
2: nine, and that's fantastic that's actually a great message. Many people are still not listening to that message unfortunately they're very oh, careless yes. uh, yeah, especially where I live, that. especially mm-hmm. where I live here in Southern California there's still mm-hmm. so many people that have not it's just it's mind blowing to mm-hmm. me too like I just don't understand how hard is it just to stay at home and not not, you know, put anybody in danger, but apparently it's, it's an idea mm-hmm. that's just too too complex for people around right. here in Southern California to actually grasp. Mm-hmm. I don't get right. it. I don't understand. Well,
3: mm-hmm. it, it's actually um, very, um, I just want to share a little bit about, it's actually something biblical, you know, like quarantine. The idea of a quarantine is um, addressed in Exodus, and it says the first seven days. Quarantine, mm. cleanse yourself, and then another seven days to make sure that everything, anything that would harm you are gone, you know. Yeah. So I, I think it's quite interesting if we use um, an, even an angle from, from a history point of view that you can see that there's a reason why you have to stay at home and why you have to be quarantined for 14 days. Yeah, it's actually from the Bible.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, but, but I mean, again, you know, not many people are, 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 uh, they, they're not, uh, what's the word yeah, I'm looking for? They're not, they're not Christian. spiritual. They're not mm-hmm. Christian. Many people are mm-hmm. atheists. Many people are mm-hmm. like that. So, unfortunately, it's one of those things where people just do not understand. So, mm-hmm. uh, real quick, I wanted to ask, uh, how can, how can people find you on social media to follow you to go ahead and see some of these concepts that both of you are, are putting up?
4: Yeah, um, for me, you can definitely go to my website. There'll be updates of concerts there. But also, um, please tap into Tiva Mile official on my IG. Um, that's another way you can connect with us. Um, on our IG, there's you can only... also send... Yeah,
3: sorry. What? I just <laughs> want to say, like, there's only one person named Tiva Mile. So it was so yeah, I was easy gonna... for us to find TivaMile.com.
4: It <laughs> was really awesome. Amazing. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. so that's one way to connect and just send messages there. By like you said, we mentioned earlier, we literally just started this movement and we're being obedient um, to it. It, We came in um, thinking, oh, we're going to be individual artists, but for a time like this, this is needed. And um, for us to be able to share and connect to as many people through art and um, music live it cannot get better than that. Um, so yeah. um, if, if people want to know more, yes, social media is great, but we also want to encourage people to um, come to the concerts, to the live uh, performances, and also wherever we are. Of
2: They'll course, we're, we're, of course. if they live right there close to you, obviously, to come to the <laughs> or,
4: or not, or not. You can come anytime, Dave.
2: <laughs> well, I like staying right here on this side of the pond for right now. I don't really like to fly like many other people, so I'm good with it. Well,
3: here is safer, apparently, right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I can't fly to you because it's still a risk to get on a plane right now. So. No, yeah, yeah please stay at home, Dave. Please. So, no, I definitely, I definitely home, am. Please. So, Ali, how can people stalk you on social media?
3: <laughs> me very simple at house dash of dash art and house it's is very spelled simple in, yeah, yeah. <laughs> house is spelled in german so it's h-a-u-s dash o-f dash a-l-l-i-e-a-r-t that's me
2: Excellent, excellent. Yeah. Well, well. thank you so much, both of you, T.B. Malik and you. Alio, you, for being on The Xander Effect. I look forward to seeing a lot more of, uh, of, of, of your work being posted and, thank of you. course, listen thank to you. a lot of your work. And I hope to have you ladies here on The Xander Effect again very soon. Yeah,
4: yes. yeah. Thank that you for lovely. this opportunity. Thank you so much. Um, blessings to everyone. Blessings to you, Dave. And just yeah, yes. I hope you and your family are doing well too during this time.
2: Thank you very much. Likewise to both of you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Dave. No problem. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you so much, Tiva Mille and Alio, for being on the Xander Effect. Looking forward to having you ladies on the show again in the near future. In sports, Billy Joe Saunders has gotten his boxing license suspended after posting a video about hitting women. The boxer who is set to, well, who was set to fight Canelo Alvarez in May, posted a very controversial video that depicts him basically telling men. That, you know, in, in these times where everybody's quarantine is going crazy, that if their wives or significant others decide to give them a little lip, that if they start coming at them, it, it's, a, it's a tutorial, actually. It's a it's a little tutorial of how exactly to punch a woman in the face if they decide to come at them, uh, you know, pretty much complaining about maybe something they didn't do or whatever to just Punch them once in the face, and while they are stunned, to knock them out with a with a left hook. Now, this video is very disturbing because he goes into great detail about what exactly to do, and it, it kind of you know sparked up an outrage to the point that he got his license suspended, rightfully so, after doing this. and And it's like, dude, what are you thinking, guy? I mean, from what I understand, he's posted a lot of other controversial uh, videos. But never something so controversial as to, you know, pretty much being okay with domestic violence and hitting a woman. He went a little, he went way too far with this video to the point that they revoked it, that they, you know, pulled his license. And he might miss out on a major payday against Canelo Alvarez because this would have been a really big payoff for him. But it doesn't look like that's going to happen now after this video. I mean, he's saying, he's basically, um, you know, saying that it was all in good fun. It was, you know, it, it was not, you know, meant to be, you know, to be taken seriously and it was he was just joking about it but there's no laughing matter when it comes to domestic violence and this guy pretty much took it a little too far however in response uh boxing superstar clarissa shields also posted a video uh basically letting women know that if a man decides to go ahead and try to uh put their hands on them you know for domestic violence she taught women how to go ahead and punch them straight in the ball sack <laughs> and it was kind of an interesting video. And, it, you know, that, that video definitely trended and it was awesome. So good on Clarissa for showing this idiot, you know, uh, Billy Joe Saunders, what women can do to defend themselves against a jerk like that. In other sports news, Tokyo Olympics, as I mentioned before, has been uh, officially uh, rescheduled for July 2021. I, I mean, I posted, I, I went ahead and I did this news uh, prematurely because apparently uh, in my last episode, I said that the Olympics were rescheduled for July. That hadn't been made official yet until officially today. So now it seems that uh, uh, the Tokyo Olympics have been rescheduled due to the current crisis, will be rescheduled for July 23rd, 2021. And uh, the IOC, the Olympic, the International Olympic Committee, uh, did it for many reasons. There's three reasons, three major considerations. One of them was basically to, uh, you know, protect the health of the athletes and everyone involved and to support the containment of the COVID-19 virus, to safeguard the interests of the athletes and of Olympics, of the Olympic sport and the global international sports calendar. So. They went ahead and did it for those three major reasons uh, good on them for finally doing this because to be honest with you they were not complying for a while and that didn't make any sense because if you think about it you know huge crowds could gather from all over the world to see the Olympics and athletes you know uh, spectators, coaches the works and during this current crisis that could be really really hazardous to many people because the, the virus is very easily spread so it was good on them to go ahead and postpone this until next year when hopefully this virus can finally be contained and you know and and uh, ho- hopefully it'll be eradicated by then that's what many people are hoping for by, the t- by this by July of next year. In other sports news it looks like daniel cormier dc daniel cormier might be hanging up his gloves if uh the current crisis isn't resolved um in in a certain amount of time because apparently uh dc was looking forward to having a rematch against, rematch against uh, stipe miocic um for the title and uh you know he's been looking forward to it but unfortunately with this current crisis a lot of things a lot of things have changed with the UFC and because of those changes it has forced DC to rethink certain things about him his involvement with the sport he is uh he is quoted saying I don't think it's shifted too much I think by late summer we should be getting back rolling as a country as an organization it affects the ability to go into the gym right now as I would be but I don't think the I don't know the effects of that with some of these other things. Yeah, this thing starts going to late fall, getting into the winter, there's no way I'd be done. Yeah, I think it needs to happen by the summer. So, he's hoping that by the summer this this crisis will be resolved, which it's highly highly Doubtful, And if it's not resolved, looks like uh, DC is going to have to end his career on a loss and hang up his gloves for good. So that's pretty much what's going on with Daniel Cormier and his hopes of getting a rematch against Stipe Miocic for the title. Coming up in video game news, Call of Duty Modern Warfare may be getting a little bit of a remaster come tomorrow. So we're going to go ahead and talk a little bit about that. But first, here is Toast to the Good Times by Ian Guerin right here on the Xander Effect.
0: Oh, this will never work Crazy, naughty, reckless, and hilarious love Good things never change despite the said and done I can still remember The letter I wrote you You said it was magic I knew it was the truth You had the heart I you were better, but I was a good man, crazy, naughty, reckless, and hilarious, love, good thing never changes, but the said and done, I had the feeling that you were feeling exactly how I felt, it was the right love, the reckless, the crazy, the naughty, the screws, the picked down the craze, the moonstruck kind of love. The kind that got you up, the kind I got you jumping, like there was nothing more and more, and more and more and more and more, and more. so Let us do to the good time. <laughs> If I never thanked you, or even if I did There is no expression that said just how I felt There ain't ink or lyrics that can't make up to it So if someone loves you, I love you that time stand Crazy, naughty, reckless, and delirious love Never, ever, never want to leave you alone those days I don't call. Please forgive me, it's for love. The kind of love that got you up, the kind of love that got you up, the kind of love that got you out of your mind, so scream and shout so
2: ian garen's toast to the good times right here on the xander effect in video game news it looks like call of duty modern warfare 2 remastered is reportedly going to be launched tomorrow march 31st so there was a lot of reports going around saying that basically uh they were there was actually more, more, more along the lines of rumors, not reports, but rumors. Uh, after a PlayStation store listing had basically the 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 game in their store, but it was immediately removed. So that's where pretty much the 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 uh, assumption that uh, remastered version of Modern Warfare two will be launching March thirty first, and there was also other other types of rumors uh, th- that stemmed coming out of uh, Reddit where data mine into Modern Warfare season three. Uh, found details of the unreleased version of Call of Duty warzone as well as details on modern warfare 2 the remastered version so that's where the rumors actually really stemmed out of uh, as it stands there has been no real report but I mean at this point many people are assuming that it comes out tomorrow based on what they saw on ps4 on the P- at the ps4 at the PlayStation Store and uh, you know a lot of people are looking forward to that so they're hoping that since it's not released today, it'll be released tomorrow, according to Eurogamer. And, uh, there, you know, it, it's supposedly there's gonna be, uh, there's gonna be a new map, uh, from 2009. Uh, there's gonna be a, uh, The Modern Warfare 2 Remastered, this is coming from IGN, saying that the Modern Warfare 2 Remaster allegedly only remasters the campaign of the original game. Multiplayer maps from the 2009 favorite are reportedly set to be added to Modern Warfare 2019. So all you Modern Warfare uh, fans be ready because tomorrow might be the release date for uh, the remastered version of Modern Warfare. So we'll look out for that that's the news in case you haven't heard it thank you so much for joining me on the Xander effect as always please remain safe out there make sure you practice uh basic hygiene of washing your hands anytime you go out wear your masks wear your goggles we're still unfortunately in this crisis but we will go through this together trust in me on that and as always Make sure you continue the trend of hashtag AW movement, which is applaud workers movement. There's many many workers out there that are still working to help us. So make sure you applaud them. Share it, post it on your social media, and continue to trend the hashtag. And as I always say, music always, always heals all. We'll see you next time. Live it up.
1: B. Taylor, Florida, Live It Up. talking not
2: that up more like guy the Xander effect is powered by 5050 Global Music Inc BMG and Sony Music the Orchard in association with art 19 media.